You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for the World Arm Wrestling League this week. I'm your host Neil Pickup, and it is on. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to the show. Neil Pickup here with you. World Arm Wrestling League this week, show number nine. And we are heading at a pace into Richmond, Virginia's WAL 503 event. Now tonight's show, we focus on the little men, the lightweights. And what a match in prospect at 503. Giannis, the Jedi, Amelins, returns to the World Arm Wrestling League. This is a man that won the Hammers in 2014, 2015, and most recently in the WAL tournament that never was in Vegas 2017. But since then, Yanis has been away from the sport. He's been more absent and we've seen less of him. Yet his legend lives on. Yanis Amelins will join us in tonight's show ahead of his clash with the UK's own rising star, Tom, the lean machine, Holland. Holland will also be on here tonight. And we get to catch up with a man from Slough, Berkshire, who is over his injury woes. He has been badly injured for a couple of years. Tom Holland, a man who many people would think represents stylistically a major problem, a major hurdle for Janis Amelins. This is a man with height, with leverage, with speed, with youth, with hunger on his side. Will he be able to overcome the vast experience and technical prowess, the hand control of Yanis, the Jedi Amelin? On Thursday, June the 20th, 2019 at the National on East Broad Street, Richmond, Virginia, we will find out. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I am joined by multiple WAF World Champion and former WAL hammer holder, the Jedi, Yanis Amelins. Yanis, welcome to the show, mate. Hello, everyone. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. And here, also, it's a pleasure to, to talk with you, Neil. And, you, and likewise, brother, and likewise. And I wanted to start there because you've got a bit of... Let's let's cast our minds back, way, way back. I think you were, it's fair to say, the first of the big-name Europeans who made their name in the World Arm Wrestling League. And you were the first, the original World Arm Wrestling League Open Tournament hammer holder, if I'm not very much mistaken. Yeah, Just off yeah. the back of that, do, does that make you feel like um, you've got any additional pressure coming into the match in Virginia? <laughs> I, I'm not sure about uh, 
pressure because I, I have been like uh, world arm wrestling league champion, but I feel pressure because I'm two years away from international arm wrestling. <laughs> uh, and, and, and you know, my last major competition was 2017 world arm wrestling league and also mm-hmm. WAP world championship after that. So I haven't done really big tournaments for, for two years. And, uh, I'm feeling some pressure because of that, for sure. Yeah, a little but, bit uh, more additional nerves, yeah? Yeah, but I, I, I'm not saying I'm uh, missing some uh, training or, or experience. I, I have been uh, training hard and I, I have good sparring partners and my teammates are competing internationally. And so I'm, I'm not feeling like I'm out of all this uh, like ring or out of... Out of uh, yeah, you're you're not system. out of step with the yeah. with the, the, the level in that respect. Yeah. yeah. Just just on that, mate. How long have you been sort of focusing back on getting to your old self? How long have you been focusing on getting back to that world class that everybody knows you and identifies with you uh, being at? I have been active and I have been training hard all the time. Even if I didn't compete, and I I was still in decent shape. I'm, yep. I'm not like that uh, last year or year before I, I was weak. I had some uh, minor injuries. I had some problems, but everyone does. And uh, I'm, uh, I have been training hard for all this time. I just, like everyone asks, uh, are you retired or are, are you some problems? No, I, I, I don't know. It's, is it uh, motivation or, or, or wasn't uh, correct time or something? But mm-hmm. I, I just <laughs> didn't compete. <laughs> so... Sort of in, in the World Arm Wrestling League, if we focus on sort of the, the changes and the points of difference within World Arm Wrestling League for yourself, mate, when most people will identify with your uh, victories within World Arm Wrestling League was when it was in an open main draw format or tournament format. The major change that we see yeah. here is that we're moving yeah. to the super match, one-on-one yeah. competition. Now you've you've got extensive experience with super match arm wrestling. What's what's your preferred style of pulling, mate? Do you prefer to pull in tournaments, or do you prefer to pull in a super match format? I prefer both. I, 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 there are arm wrestlers who say like super match format is much better. I prefer both, but uh, to to really like one on one format, it's sometimes more fair. I would say. Yeah, you, you have you have it's a no 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 draw no luck no like uh, mm-hmm. ha, uh, like really really hard first round or second round and and you are done after that and two yep. two favorites are getting in first round and second lose to some other who possibly theoretically weaker so yep. it's it's more it's more fair but I still really enjoy also this double elimination tournament system as well so it's not uh, worse or better both are great and but. To to clear who is a real like world champion or or best, I think this super match format is 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 better. Yeah, it's just, a truer, just, just to, truer just test. Just to find yeah, just to find who is a real champion. A lot of people are really tipping you as the man to beat in this year's event. They're saying, look, Janas Amelins, my God, this is a guy that's got it all. He's got the experience. He's got the strength. He's got that technical prowess far over and above most of the arm wrestlers in this class. And Tony Katowski is a hot ticket for a lot of people. They say that he could be the man to upset Sam Harris and take the title away from him. 
they also see you as the most dangerous threat for the what I'm going to call the chasing pack, for the people that are trying to get that title shot. But you start with a very, very dangerous arm wrestler, Tom Holland, who's a guy that has spent his career up to now in the World Arm Wrestling League with some pretty serious injury issues on that right arm. And he tells everybody that he is feeling better now with the right arm than he has in the last 18 to 22 months. Mm-hmm. Do you think this that's, is talk? Do you think it's hype? Or do you think it's real? Like, like uh, about Tony Kitowski, at first, yeah, I have, I have a very, very serious opponent in face of uh, Tom Holland, and I don't want to talk much about Tony Kitowski before I haven't done my fight, my fight, my my, my super match with uh, Tom Holland. It's like uh, you don't don't say hop before you have jump, and uh, and uh, to, uh, Tom Holland. Uh, Lot of lot of people say it's it's an easy fight, but uh, it's in in my my eyes I have seen uh, Tom Holland fighting against uh, Craig Sanders Craig Sanders and uh, uh, I have seen him uh, beating uh, Joseph Love. I have seen what Tom Holland has done, and and definitely you you can't disrespect and and and, and uh, you have to be careful. Uh, when you when you have to fight against such armistler and his his uh, leverage, he's tall, he's fast, he's explosive, mm, he's dangerous. <laughs> he's dangerous sure. for sure. Do you think and... it, it's fair to say that he could potentially be as dangerous as anyone in this class? Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 uh, also this uh, you know styles. It's styles. It's like clash of styles, and uh, there are armistlers uh, who are. Technically, like uh, comfortable for you, and there are wrestlers yeah. which are which are m- maybe not not so uh, e- easy opponents for you. And and Tom Holland with his uh, tall fingers, with his uh, tall leverage, uh, he's <laughs> I don't think he's he's easy opponent for me. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm talking really carefully before before fight. We will we will see how it goes. I'm, I like what 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 I what I can say about myself that uh, I still believe that uh, in in good day in good day I can fight with anyone in the world at my weight like uh, at my weight class with anyone yeah, yeah. in the world in a good day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you you, you know uh, there are days you you feel great and then and then there are days you are doing not so good. We'll see. Do you feel like um, there are areas of your game that concern you more than others? I mean, the two that let's focus on sort of break down your technical prowess. Everyone knows you as that consummate top roller. Everybody thinks that the top roll is your go to move and the hand and wrist control. Let's, to be honest, that's where you've made your name. That's where you've carved out your niche in the sport. You were always a great top roller, very good with the hand and wrist. The other thing that I think um, that people uh, give you an enormous amount of credit for is your table IQ. You're a very cerebral, smart arm wrestler up there with a lot of experience at world level. Do you feel like those two elements are still intact at the highest level? Obviously, you spoke about being away from the table for a while. And and mm-hmm. if they are, is it other areas like endurance that concerns you? What Where would your concerns be and where do you think you're at your strongest, mate? I think you said already that, like uh, hand control and and, and back pressure is usually my 
my strongest weapons and and, and uh, like areas where I try try to try to attack my opponents and and, and like hand where, where like where I can try to go for this control. Mm-hmm. So uh, there there will not be big I think big differences and big surprises before fight. Uh, it's it's more or less knows that I, I I will try to go for uh, Tom's hand and then more or less I know that he will try to get inside, but he can he can also surprise and go for top roll. If, yeah. if uh, I, I have seen him doing both uh, top roll, uh, like outside, inside arm wrestling. Yeah. But, but, but how I see this match is that I, for beginning, usually Tom will try to get inside and I will try to go for uh, for, 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 for hand. For I think roll. that's going to be one of the most interesting things about this match because mm-hmm. uh, Tom Holland, because of the injuries that he had in the last couple of years, hadn't been able to use his top roll. And so therefore mm-hmm. he'd always gone to that to that hook. Mm-hmm. Now, you've had the opportunity to see Tom back in the day with wins against, as you say, Vyarel Dobrin, yeah. wins against Joseph Levey, yeah, when true. the weapon of choice at that time was very yeah. much the top role and he was avoiding the hook. Um, yeah, it, yeah, for yeah. me, it's interesting to see how healed that injury is, or not even that, where his level of confidence will be mm-hmm. uh, in terms of trying to top roll with a guy that's perceived as one of the best top rollers within the weight class. And and you are certainly that. I mean, th- that that is a very very interesting point of this match for for me. And I, and I think you made a good point earlier, Yanis, with the talking about styles make matches. You know, the guy that's currently got the the hammer in this weight yeah. class, Sam Harris, is a man yeah. not dissimilar to yourself in terms of his physical statistics. He's a guy that loves the back pressure, loves to dominate with the top roll. Um, if you can get through Tom Holland. And if yeah. you got the opportunity at Sam Harris, would you feel like he suited your style better or, or worse than Tom? Uh, in the, like uh, I, I met I met Sam Harris in 2017, 2017 qualification for for a World Armistice League final. I met Sam with right arm, and I, actually I lost the fight. I won in qualification, and in the final it was still three or two wins, and. I, uh, I win a fight and I lose. I think two or three fights as well. So you you have you need to have a good hand against Sam. But if you have a good hand, the fight is over. You you just yeah. stop him. You mm-hmm. just stop him. And that was the thing I felt with uh, Sam Harris. If if you stop him in more or less uh, good position, that's it. Fight is over. He's he's. But but of course it was two years ago. Things are changing and 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 he's improving and getting better. But his arm strength at that point still was not in a world level. His sure. hand strength was and is in world level mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. One more thing, if we're talking about uh, uh, Tom Holland, then uh, again with his leverage, with his uh, biomechanical uh, size, I think it's it's advantage for him. Uh, while rules, I, I would prefer to fight with him in a classic regular setup when you where you can take your grip. This yeah. this, this this thing is I think one more one more advantage for for Tom while mm-hmm. while rules while this referee grip setup. But rules are rules and it's equal for everyone. Looking at the match coming up with Tom Holland, if mm-hmm. you had to predict a scoreline. You got a hundred dollars in your pocket, your last hundred dollars, and you've got to put it on 
a specific scoreline, where do you see this match going? <laughs> I have to be optimistic, so I will, I will say 3-0 for Yanis. <laughs> 3-0, Amelins. He's got, he's got that confidence. We've had mixed responses to that question on here in the past. Some people have come in and, and, and been all guns blazing. Other guys have been really, really humble. It's interesting that you give us that perspective. You've obviously, uh, you're keeping your cards close to your chest, mate, but i got a feeling that you're coming in stronger than you may let on. <laughs> uh, hopefully. You know, like predictions is, uh, is, 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 is one thing and fight is another thing and uh, we will see what will happen in, uh, what will happen in uh, Richmond. That's 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 interesting of arm wrestling and any other fight sport. Uh, much can happen, and then you can never know. And and uh, last time, last time uh, I saw Tom was in uh, a slotted tour last year. He was pulling really good, especially with left arm. And then I think before that we met in 2017 or 2016, 2016 even I think. Yeah, World Arm Wrestling League final. And and I have I have never met Tom on a table on a competition table. I have just uh, pulled him once on a practice table three or four years ago with left arm, even not with right arm. So I really don't have idea how strong he is now and what 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 I have to expect. So all those predictions are just <laughs> because I have to stay positive and and be optimistic about my my. Strength and also, also I know that uh, where, where where I am and uh, how strong I am and and if he's better, he's better. We will see. If I am better and stronger, I will prove that. Yanis, I know it's going to be an exciting match, and I know that the general public and the viewers are very excited to see you back where you belong in the World Arm Wrestling League. I personally can't wait for this one. It's going to be 50-50 all the way. I want to say a massive thanks, mate, for coming on and for uh, for joining us on the podcast. And hopefully we get a chance to talk to you straight after the match as well, if you'll come back on. Thank you. Thank you, Neil. Cheers, brother. Every, all the every, very best. Every, every, fight, every fight starts 50-50. You know that. <laughs> I know where I'm putting my money. All the very best of luck, mate. You have a good day, and we will speak to you again on here soon. Thank you. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Okay, guys, we're just going to take a short break. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back in just a few. Hey guys, welcome back, ladies to the and World gentlemen. League this week. Let's crack on with the show. Machine Tom Holland of the United Kingdom on the line. Tom, how's it going, brother? Welcome to the show. Thanks, mate. It's good to be on the show. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I'm very excited to talk to you, Tom. Obviously, I'm as biased as hell being from the UK, and I've got to say, you are my you're my boy. You're my favourite arm wrestler. You and Jeff Hale, I've got an arm round a little bit. Obviously, from yourself, Tom, I've got memories of being at your house training for arm wrestling with your old man and your mum when uh, I was a young man and you were literally two or three years old, sat on my knee watching the television on a Saturday night. So it's hard not to be biased when you're talking to that guy. But it's fair to say, mate, You've come on a little bit, and you're quite an arm wrestler yourself right now. What I wanted to focus on, a lot of people who are going to be listening to the podcast don't know that you've been competing the last couple of years on your right arm with some pretty serious injuries. And that's what I wanted to focus on. First, to start us off, 
where are you at, mate? What, what What's the situation now with the injuries? Give us a bit of background on that. And also well, tell us where you've got to. Well, um, I picked up the injury a couple of years ago. Um, it was a tendon damage um, at the bottom of my wrist. Um, it stopped me doing any sort of supinating pressure and um, really restricted me a lot. Uh, just caused loads of pain. So um, I had to rest it. I gave it so much rest. Last year, um, between the match with Luke Kinn and Jeff Hale yeah. and James Sheldon, I'd done no training whatsoever on the right mm. arm. I had to give it complete rest. Yeah. Um, now the funny thing is I know people out there might be thinking yeah of course you didn't mate of course you didn't but actually because I'm based in the United Kingdom and heavily involved in the arm wrestling scene obviously in my home country uh, as chairman of British Arm Wrestling Federation I know for a fact that that is the case I also know for a fact that you weren't arm wrestling last year in any of the major domestic tournaments like the British Nationals and so on you sat those out and competed just on your left arm so I'm excited to see what you can do, mate. Are you, do, would you say that now you're feeling uh, anywhere near your best on that right arm? Have the injuries subsided? Have they gone away? Yeah, um, I feel 100% again on the right arm now. I feel a lot stronger than last year, a lot more confident. Um, I've been working a lot more on different techniques due to the injury where I've not been able to hook. I've been practicing other moves. Mm. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot more confident this year than I was last year. I'm ready mm. for it. Now, do you think that Yanis Amelins, the man who's going to be arm wrestling in Virginia, is arguably the most technical, lightweight, uh, certainly from his nation and possibly from Europe of his generation? He's a, he is a world-class top roller. I mean, this is a guy with an enormous reputation, mate. Now, there's two ways you can look at that. Whenever a guy like yourself, a young up-and-coming arm wrestler, goes into a, an event and they're arm wrestling someone with that magnitude of experience, does that excite you? Do you see that as an opportunity? In, 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 does it make you sort of more hungry in some respects? Or does it nullify you? Does it make you nervous and apprehensive? No, um, I'm actually really excited for the match. I've never pulled Yanis before, um, but I've seen him pull people that I've pulled in the past. Um, I agree with you. He is arguably one of the most technical lightweights in the world. I um, I'd definitely agree with that. But no, I'm not nervous. I'm really excited because of, I think I'll perform a lot better when people don't think I'll do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when I feel like the underdog, that's when I'll have to perform at my best. Yeah. Um, I don't like going into competition relaxed. When people are sort of saying, "Yeah, Tom's got this," it makes me a bit relaxed. Yeah. Um, so when people are actually, it's quite a few comments and um, people are actually favouring Yanis, which is fair enough because of all of his achievements that he's had. But now I'm really determined to just prove everyone wrong and mm-hmm. um, show that no one's unbeatable. Well, it's funny, isn't it? Because Giannis is a very humble guy. We just had Giannis on the show, and he's a very humble guy, very modest individual. And he was um, very respectful of yourself, but he was also a little concerned, it's fair to say, because he's had, and he's conscious of the fact that he's been out of the sport now for a period of about two years at World Class. And also, he's conscious of the fact that he knows very little about you, but appreciates your technical versatility. I think that he, he... I think most people perceive you as a guy that wants to get inside and to hook. Um, Not necessarily the case, Tom. 
No, no, not at all. Um, like I said, I'm a, I think he's going to expect me to hook. Um, I may do so on the first round, but we don't know yet. I'm going to see how it feels on the setup. Mm-hmm. But um, Yanis is a wrestler that I've known from since I first started back in 2007. And um, he's always one of them guys that I thought I'd never even come close to reaching his level. Yeah. So now to be actually facing him in the WAL, it's um, yeah, it's quite mad, really. I never expected it to get this far. Well, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because if you look at the the World Arm Wrestling League lightweight roster, it's arguably the most competitive of all the weight categories. I mean, you've got guys in there who are multiple hammer holders. You've got Sam Harris, who's the hammer holder right now, and he's the guy probably with the most uh, positive momentum behind him at the moment, certainly in North America. He just was run to the edge of his existence by Jeff Hale, a guy that you know a great deal about, and a guy that it's fair to say you faced when he was more established back in the World Arm Wrestling League uh, than when Sam first faced him last year. And you ran Jeff really close at that time. Um, Some people felt like you deserved to win that match. Now, you've also got Tony Katowski in there, who's a two-time hammer holder himself. He's possibly the strongest, most physically powerful arm wrestler in the division. And then you've got technical arm wrestlers like Giannis Amelins, who you face right out of the blocks. And I think you'd count yourself amongst that. When you sort of look at that roster, mate, do you think you're starting with possibly the hardest test in there? Or do you think it's just rough seas wherever you wherever you step in this division? Uh, yeah, definitely. There's no, um, there's no easier or harder matches in this class. Um, everyone is... They're all beasts um, in their own way as well. Like Yanis is very, very technical. Um, I'm probably more worried about Yanis than any of the other competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, just is that because just of a style concern. Yeah, yeah. Because Yanis can change up quite a bit compared to the rest, in my opinion. Um, he's got a lot more angles that he can go for, mm-hmm. and he's very experienced in in that as well. So I think I'm more worried about him than any of the other competitors. Um, But I'm not going to underestimate any of them because they are all beasts. And um, I've got to try really hard. Whoever I come against, I'm going to have to give it my all. Now, when you you look at sort of the the match with Giannis, where do you see his biggest threats and where do you see potential weaknesses? Do you, do you sort of go into this thinking that the, obviously I know from what you've said, you've got an enormous amount of respect and a little bit of apprehension around Yanis because of his technical prowess. But do you feel like he may be on the downward curve in terms of his career path? Do you feel like he's possibly not as focused as he has been in the past? Um, I'm not too sure, really. I've not really seen much of Yanis pulling the last couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. But from what I have seen, he looks like he's a little bit bigger from a couple of years ago. So he looks a lot stronger. Yeah. Um, and um, he seems to be on the table a lot more lately as well. He seems to be training quite hard. He's looking strong in his videos. I'm not sure if he's the same as what he was. Um but I'm just going to expect them to be, if not even, I'm going to expect them to be better than what he was. So yeah. I've, got to, I've really got to be ready for him. I've got to be prepared. Yeah, you're planning for a force five regardless. Yeah. If you look at the styles 
within the weight class, mate. And you look at all the guys and where you can go if you were to get past Yanis. Who do you feel matches best with you? Who do you like next? I mean, I know from the messages that I'm sent from people, there's a lot of excitement around how this, how this class, I mean, even down to people saying to me, wow, why is Yanis facing Tom Holland first? Why was that the first pick? Is it just that the that the World Arm Wrestling League wanted to sort of uh, find down the European guys? Not necessarily the case at all. But when you look at that, who do you get excited about? Who would you like to arm wrestle next? Obviously, Sam's got the hammer. But stylistically, is Sam a good match for you, do you think? Or is Tony Katowski better suited to yourself? Um, well, the thing with Sam is he's looking very dominant. Um He's got that one move. He's coming back. He looks so strong with it. Um, it looks like it takes a lot to actually stop him. But yeah, he's one of them. He's one of them guys that I'd love to pull. Just I'd love to see how strong he is. And um, I think there's a couple of angles that he can be taking on that he hasn't been yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll be really interesting to pull him. Hopefully, I get the chance um, if I do well against Yanis. Yeah. Now, I've got to ask you this, mate, as a, as a parting shot. I said the same to Yanis Amelins, and you know how uh, how humble Yanis is, um, but he was confident in this respect. If you looked at this match and I had to put you on the spot, mate, and say, what is the result of this match going to be? Where do you see the scoreline being? Where's your confidence barometer at right now, Tom? Honestly? Yeah. As much respect as I've got for Yanis, I truly believe it's going to be 3-0 or 3-1 to me. That's, that's how I feel at the moment. Um, yeah. Like I said, I can't underestimate Yanis at all, but I think I know what I've got to do with him. Um, I'm fair. Yeah, I'm fairly confident. I think he, he might. It might even be three two. Like, I know. I'm really, um, I'm really confident. I'm going to win. Yanis, Yanis, when put on the spot, I'll give you a heads up. He told us that he will win three zero. Okay. Now, he believes that. Um, obviously, he has to to say that in his words. Because he wants to, um, he, he's got to back himself. He's got to be confident. Um, yeah, and all, the one thing I know about you is you're a very humble, understated guy as well. So I'm going to take your first answer as uh, a sign of uh, your own confidence. I think we're heading for a for a great match, and it's great to see both yourself and Yanis coming in with that degree of confidence, mate. I think that sets it up really well, and I'm very, very excited to see this. I want to ask one favour, Tom. Yeah. I want you to come back on here regardless of what happens and uh, and give us a bit of a lowdown on that experience and maybe some more feedback on the lightweight division. And um, one more parting shot before you go. Michael Todd, Dave Chafee, main event. Who wins that match and why? Oh, I've got to go with Dave Chafee, 3-1. Um, I think Dave's too big. He's looking really strong at the moment. Um I do like Michael Todd a lot, but I think Dave Chafee's just a bit too big. Um, 3-1, I reckon Dave. Interesting stuff. There's your results. You heard it from Tom Holland. Tom, I want to say thank you very much for coming on the show, mate. It's great to speak to you, and I'm really, really happy to hear that you're getting through some of those injury wars. I want to wish you the very best of luck, mate. And, uh, yeah, we will speak to you again very, very soon. Cheers, mate. Thanks, that, Neil. Great speaking to you. So there it is, guys. WAL 503, far bigger than just the heavyweight main event. Yanis the Jedi Amelins 
Tom, the lean machine Holland, two of the biggest threats to Sam Harris's lightweight title, will clash head-to-head. -head. Absolutely great speaking to both those guys this evening, and this is a clash I'm really excited about. This one is without doubt one of the most difficult matches I've had to call this year in terms of how the cards will fall. Two ultra-talented lightweights at very different places and stages within their career. The hungry, rising star versus the established former champion. I know that like myself, everybody out there will be praying that this one is as good on pads as it is on paper. Unfortunately, guys, that wraps up the show for this week. It's just about all we have time for. I want to say a big thanks to everyone for tuning in once again, and I will catch you same time next time here on the World Arm Wrestling League this week. Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and Wagering Week is your antidote. I'm Tom Martin, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line.